0: Radio world. Take
1: about it. Take about it, Take about it, Take it, Take about it, My name is Quincy. Take it, And this is my show. The Talk to Q Radio Show. Call over here. Thank hey
0: How are
2: you?
0: What up, what up?
3: Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be
1: here with you and all your listeners. Bad man posted something in the chat room that almost made me choke over here. <laughs> My man Ray out there in New Jersey. Ray, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? How you
0: doing? Nah, no, I ain't telling you, don't screw.
1: Screwing's cool. Some women are
0: down for it.
4: <laughs> I said some, not all. This is a show that people are supposed to get their opinion and tell what they think. Hey.
2: And I think it's offensive to say that a person who speaks well is trying to speak white.
0: Well, I am pro woman, but I'm not anti man. I know the value of a good man.
5: What's going on, people? All right want to welcome you to a special exclusive edition of the Talk to Q radio show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And this is year 10 of the Talk to Q radio show. The show's 10th birthday. I started the show back in February, uh, February 20th, 2011. It's kind of a bucket list item. I just uh, wanted to do something since I had the opportunity to. Um, anybody could have a podcast or a talk show. If they simply took the time to do the research and sign up and give it a try. And I did it. And um, before I got ready to cross it off my bucket list, after doing my first 15 minute episode, which was horrible, um, I had a couple of people come to me, a couple of my uh, peers and they said, hey, I want to be on your show. And I said, really? And They're like, yeah. I said, what are we going to talk about? They're like, I don't know. So I brought them on two ladies, Fallon out of Houston and Lynn out of Michigan. And I'm out of Detroit and Ralph and mine, we had a good time, laughed, giggled, cut up, and I decided to keep going. And from there, my cousin Worm joined the show and me and Worm would talk. And then after a while, a couple of his friends joined, uh, Willie Ace, Laura. Um, I can't remember all the names from back in the day. And so they joined the show. And then one day I was on the air, I want to say in May of 2011, and Eminem called in. And I had told Eminem, you know, we were working together at the time. I had told him about the show. He didn't really understand that it was my show. I guess he just thought I was talking about something in general. So I guess he got curious and called in one day. And then he was like, oh, man, this is right up my alley, you know. And so me and him kind of kicked it for a while. And sometimes it was just me and him we would talk for 30 minutes then I would throw out questions and he would give his response and it was great. And then he told Ray and uh, you know, Ray became a part of the show and then Buck got in the mix and Buck became a part of the show. And so it was like, those were my original three show legends, like the three musketeers, so to speak. And we did the little thing. And then all of a sudden here comes Crystal. And so Crystal calls in and she mixed it up with the guys and, Everyone referred to her as their, you know, as a man-eater, so to speak, and um, she didn't back down, and I was like, okay, I, I'm really enjoying the contrast I have between the personalities, especially with her and Ray, because her and Ray will always go at each other, and so Crystal stuck around, and she became an integral part of the show, and so now I had my first female show legend. I'm like, okay, all right, this thing is really rolling, and kind of built that momentum over the years, and so I really just want to bring some of the original show legends on just to talk with them and just talk about the last 10 years. Nothing necessarily specific. Not going to take too much of anyone's time. So, uh, well, you know, since they are show legends, then we got to do show legend introductions, right?
1: From the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, please welcome on the show enforcer, Ray.
5: Ray, what's going on, man? Oh, what's up, man? Let me go ahead and introduce another show legend
1: from the two four eight area code, the outskirts of the Motor City of Detroit. Please welcome on the author, the show hostess, the show legend, Miss Crystal Hickerson. Chris, what's going on today?
2: Thank hey, you. How are you?
5: <laughs> hey, how's it going?
2: What's up? What's up, Ray? How you doing, Chris?
1: All right.
5: <laughs> Back to the phone lines I go
1: From the 601 area code My hometown of Jackson, Mississippi Let me welcome on The man, the myth, the original Show legend, the minister Of sexual affairs Eminem Washegan
5: Hey, well up, Q, what up, Radio World You're number 10, golly, boy I know, right Hard to believe, man, man I'm still in this right. thing right Full decade. All right. I I say duck egg, but decade. decade, decade. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me go back to the virtual studio.
1: From the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, making his way to the ring, the man in black, the Buckster. Buck, what's going on,
5: bro? Sound jamming.
6: Hey, it's all about year 10 and beyond. That's what's up. Not everybody. Doing you know it.
5: Right? it. <laughs> Everyone's doing well, man. Doing well, and so <laughs> muscles. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, folks. So, ten years. I mean, there's 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 no script to this show or anything. We just kind of just just talking, and I, I will go to Eminem first. Eminem with you being the Original show legend, man. Uh, just talk about your experience, man. Like how you came to the show, and just you know what has meant to you over the last ten years.
3: Oh uh, well, uh, well of course you kind of explained a little bit in the beginning, but man, you know, uh, for for those people who don't know, me and you worked together one time, and uh, you know, he kept telling me about the show, but I guess I was interpreting it as like you know, uh. You know, Cube's a huge sports fanatic. You know, so I'm thinking like, okay, sports talk Mississippi or something like that. But you know, maybe they might get off topic a little bit. So I really just kind of, not even gonna say brush it off, but I guess I was, I was, I was hearing it, but I wasn't hearing it. And then when uh, uh, he was like, uh, he said it again. He said, nah, like you know, it's like my show. Like I'm the host, so I'm still not thinking that it's his show. But I'm sitting up here like, okay, well. If you hosting, then I'ma come on. And man, when I get on that thing and <laughs> and I could hear myself talk, man, that that so you don't understand. That's with me, that's vanity to the to the third power. You know what I'm saying? That's how I that's how I get my power from hearing myself. But it don't sound right if you're talking to yourself at home. That shit is crazy when you're doing it at home, but when you talk to somebody <laughs> else, you know what I'm saying? Then you can, you know, them, them thoughts and ideas marinate. So it blossomed from there, and uh, and of course, when I when I when I when I brought my cuz on board, it was just like that was a way that you know, even though we ain't necessarily talking directly, but it seemed like we talking directly because you know like, hey, we we just what we talk about anyway. So that was cool, and then meeting his his best pal Buck, and then of course, man, much love for the lovely. Miss Crystal, you know what I'm saying. She introduced the world to a real pimp, you know what I'm saying. Former, former, but uh, uh you know, <laughs> so that. But the show, man, you know, that like I say, you know, like I said on the on the fifth year anniversary show and the and the and the show number seven fifty we did, man. This is like so therapeutic for me because, like I say, this show here is like a, for me. I'm just saying for me personally, this is like a a fabric, man. It's like you put together a quilt. Of different events not necessarily in your life personally but pretty much the events of like a, your, your own little timeline you know because everything we talk about yeah is pretty much stuff relevant to today's time in some shape form or fashion you know uh re- regardless of how uh the topics may flow so man this this i, I don't know what i would do without this show really because Man, like I, you know, like I said years ago, man. I this this is like a, a stage for me. Like some people get all whatever over uh, this Hollywood stuff. For me, I, I'm I'm totally different. I'm an independent guy, man. I'm saying like, if if I'm I'm I, I get that true star the ghetto mentality. It's like, man, then to be a, a, introduced as the original show legend, well, I'm gonna get that shit that in Hollywood, man. You know, <laughs> don't do them white boys cool, but they they don't do it like this here. So this this my thing right here,
5: you know. So okay. All right. Well, but what about you, man? I mean, you know, I remember I told you about the show, and then you called in. I mean, what was it like when you first called in? I bet. I mean, what was your reaction, and how has it helped you, or or how do you feel about it over the last decade?
6: You know, when you came to me originally about the show. I was going through my divorce at that time and, you know, just getting everything settled and things of that nature and trying to get used to the new life, you know, not being married. So I was like, I don't know about, you know, I don't know about coming on right, you know, right at first. And then you came back to me about it and you're like, man, you really need to join the show. that I like, I can't let my boy down. Cause you know, we had done many years ago, we had done a, um, a, um, uh, racing, um, not really a podcast, website. Website. website called 43cars.com. Yeah. We had a lot of fun doing that. And I was like, I said, man, I know this is going to be fun. I said, this would probably help me. It'll be therapeutic, you know, get my mind off of, you know, what I was dealing with at the time. I said, let's do it, you know. And, um, you know, Eminem and Ray had already joined at that time. And I think I think the first time I had joined was when we were doing a sports show. And even though I never met Ray or Eminem, it was like when we did that first sports show and I, I was like, man, I I called I called Q afterward. I like, like, man, I said, I don't know these other two dudes, but I was like, it, it was just, it was like magic. I'm going like, if it's magic, <laughs> just doing sport, I'm saying to myself, I'm going like, I know it's going to be magic doing one of these other, doing, you know, regular shows. I said, man, this is going to be pretty fun. I said, I'm going to enjoy this. So, You know, coming on to the show and doing the shows, and I think my first regular show was actually, let's talk about Sex 3, I think was my first show. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Okay. Okay.
5: That was summer 2011.
6: Yeah. So we had, man, the show has been nothing short of amazing because of all the people and all the guests and all the legends that have joined since, I I guess you call us the three amigos. You know, it's just, it's been a really fun ride. And to be able to do this and meet the people that, I've, you know, been able to be in contact with, has been nothing short of amazing. I mean, I know listeners out there, whether they be in the United States or abroad have learned something from us, even though we do it in a fun type format where we all have fun. Sometimes, you know, we have arguments. Sometimes we're real passionate about certain things. We all bring it back in at the end and, you know, still show that love passion for one another still may be a little hip hot under the collar but it's still fun <laughs> so i've enjoyed it man and looking forward to many more
5: most definitely man most definitely and uh let me go back to the virtual phone lines and welcome on another show legend
1: from the 732 area
5: code the garden state of new jersey please welcome on the voice of reason amanda to the Coffee Q radio show amanda how's it going
7: how's everybody tonight hey, doing well.
5: what's hey, going
4: on good. how you doing
5: now amanda i'm trying to win- remember when you came into the mix um i want to say you were in there for year one maybe towards the fall or the winter of 2011 i don't recall for sure do you remember about what time you got on board or, or how exactly you got on board
7: Well, when we I remember Ray and I learned about your show around the same time, and like we were at a family reunion, and Eminem told us about it. But I can't remember when I actually became a regular. Uh, It probably Mm -hmm. that makes sense, probably like fall or winter, maybe.
5: Okay, okay. So just talk about what the show has meant to you over the last ten years. I mean, you've been along for the entire ride too.
7: I mean, it's been amazing. It's been something to look forward to, and a way for all of us to bond and, uh, you know, really get to know people and make some excellent friendships over the years. Uh, It's amazing how most, you know, we haven't really actually met uh, each other completely, but, um, you know, just the friendship that we formed, um, it's been, it's been exceptional, you know, and it's hard to believe that it's been 10 years, but um, the time has flown by and it's been, it's been a lot of, a lot of fun. It's a way to, um, discuss topics and, you know, sometimes things get heated, but we're all adults and we all have that mutual respect and love for each other. So, uh, it's been great. It's just a great outlet and a great way to, uh, to associate and, and discuss all the topics.
5: Okay. And now Crystal, you got into the mix around summer 2011, if I'm not mistaken, can't remember what episode, probably somewhere in the 40s, if I had to guess, uh, 30s or 40s. And I mean, you've been with the show since, you know, year one. And you're the most resilient person I know for, I mean, for many reasons, but you're the most resilient person I know. You're um, very insightful. You're very passionate and everything. And it's always been enjoyed. I mean, people either love you or they want to argue with you. It's um, no in between for the most part. Um, but talk about your experience as far as the show is concerned over the past 10 years.
2: Well, you know, Q, like I said, I was, um, introduced to the show by a a friend and coworker, uh, Robin, who had already known about you. She was on a show of her own and, you know, she introduced me to her show and then she introduced, she said, you know, you would probably like Q's show. Um, because I'm on there as well, so I said, "Okay, fine, so I listened to both, and when I came on to I, of course, I can't remember what number show it is Q but <laughs> but I do remember coming on, and you know relationships was the primary kind of thing, and I was like, "Oh my God, these guys are dicks <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> what the hell." And so I said, well, I got to speak up for all the women who are here, who are not here. I had to pour out some tequila to my women who weren't there. And, (laughs) you know, just kind of like, we're going to do this, you know, you know, screw it. And, yeah, there were heated moments. Um, Of course, me and Ray and uh, others, you know, other guys, you know, who aren't here anymore, who I probably have buried out in my backyard. But, you know, they um they brought out a lot of you know energy from me um and, and you know energy that you know probably needs some serious clinical counseling about but <laughs> you know they brought it out and over the years i've gotten i've gotten better it's like therapy i've gotten much better over the years when it comes to relationships and how i view them but the main thing for me q but w- w- with your show is the friendships of everybody, like Amanda just, Amanda just said, we all just kind of bonded. And if people were listening, that's great. But I didn't really care about that. Yeah, really. I was just, I was just talking, having a good time, and I couldn't wait for the next week to talk some more. And it was, it was really helpful to me just on a basic level. Um, so. I loved it. I loved the show. I had my own show. Eventually it came out. I had my own show, New Crystal Show with Dre, which was amazing. And Q, you know, you would pop into that show and, you know, help me out and everything, which was great. And, you know, we just all had a good time on whatever shows we were on. And there were so many different people who popped in to your show. And it was I, I gravitated, it was funny, I gravitated more to your show than I did to my own show, even though I love my show, but, I, but your show was my kind of core show, that I just like to listen, and I didn't have to do anything, I just just call in and show up, and it was great, because as you know, Q, producing and all that stuff is just work, it's so much like work, work. is stupid. But um, so when I came to your show, it was like a vacation. I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna chill," you know, with my boys, literally, <laughs> and you know, just have a good time. So, so I mean, I'm glad to still be here after ten years, and uh, no one's killed me yet. Amazingly enough, Ray. That's great. But you know, no one's, <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still here, bitches. And um, and it's and it's great, and I love that you still honor me with allowing me to come on. And, you know, and Eminem, I mean, hey, if you guys want to know about Eminem, you can still go to my YouTube channel because he's still oh, there. Man. People are still Perspective. listening. Y'all
5: need to release another one.
2: I mean, no, yeah. seriously, people are still listening. And, and you know, people still commenting. It's so funny. I'm like, really? I still listening? And it's, but they are. People are, the more they discover, of course, my show or they discover Eminem, you know, they just keep listening. And so, so, yeah, so it's cool. But, um, but yeah, thank you for having me still. And, um, thank you for my, for my therapy.
5: Love <laughs> you. It's Kier. therapy for all of us. <laughs> it yeah. really is. I mean, because I, when I think about some of the things that I may have believed 10 years ago, I don't believe some of those things now. I mean, it, this show has allowed me to grow by hearing the perspective of, of others. When I hear some of the things from older shows, 2012 2013 i'm like oh man that's i really thought that way or i mean there are things that were a big deal to me then but they're not a big deal now you know and so i think that we've all grown for the most part but what about the two-year hiatus you know like buck said i was still doing the sports show and everything and um that was still a lot of fun it was easy to do i can get up out of bed and do a sports show uh, so that was always fun to do that because that was kind of like you know, a guys night out feel to me, regardless, I, I really didn't care if nobody listened to the sports show, it was an opportunity to talk noise with the guys. You know, it was a great time. I, I enjoy talking to Ray and Eminem and Buck because they look at sports the way I look at sports. You know, it's not just that somebody who watches ESPN once and think they know everything. And um, so, but what about the two years off? Like, like Eminem, how did you Handle that when we when I first, you know, announced my retirement like Michael Jordan before I came back. Um You know, it was two years where there was no show.
3: Well, um I, I didn't take it well, but something told me that, man, ain't no way in the hell we're not going to be able to do this no more. So uh so when you brought it back, I was elated, man. You know, but uh I know I can't remember. I think we did like a. a a special or something one time, maybe maybe that wasn't due in the two years. Um, when then we do something like after about six months one time, uh, I don't remember. Was it almost? So I, I don't It was like some kind of oddball time. Um, we were just so glad to hear each other's voices because mm-hmm. the first ten minutes of the show was pleasantries of of legends and people that frequented the show to call. Us saying we so glad to hear each other's voice, and I remember that, but I can't remember exactly. Uh, you know, I I thought that I might have been doing that hiatus, but I'm not sure. But uh, well, like I said, you can't hold. It's too much, too much energy here. So you know, and uh, and uh, you know, it's pe- people learn too much for it, for it not to be, you know, it, it's just a perfect little formula, you know. So uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I I I just you know. Just elated when it came back, you know what I'm saying? Because, like I say, I love everybody on here, but shit, I don't love nobody more than myself, and I love hearing my, myself. <laughs> so,
7: you know, <laughs> you know. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're not and supposed
5: Ray- to admit that, Eminem.
7: Let's <laughs> keep that shit to yourself.
5: <laughs> and Ray, what about you, man? When you when the show went away, I mean, well, first of all, Ray, you probably got a chance to sleep. At a, go to bed at a decent time at night because at one time I was doing the show at eleven p.m. Eastern. I was starting late uh, before I yeah. upgraded to the premium Blog Talk Radio. I was and I wasn't allowed to do prime time hours. I, I couldn't start till eleven o'clock Eastern. And um, yeah. but after the show went away, man. Aside from you getting probably some more sleep, I mean, what did it do for you?
4: No, I mean, um, I I didn't really like it. Show had ended, but um, you know, it's it's your show. You know, we just are uh, legends on the show, so we had to respect that. But um, you know, it the show fills a void where you can pretty much have an outlet from the shit you want to say at work, but you really can't say it, and you know, and you know, how the, women you get into disagreements with. I can really unload out here, but, you know, you can't say all that at work. (laughs) You know, you got to let that go. So it was was a void once there was no talk to you. And, you know, I was glad you was able to get it back going. I mean, we had sports shows, of course, but, you know, I feel like all the topics that people need to discuss, we were discussing. So, you know, it's one thing to say how you feel about it. Or you may talk with a couple of friends or something, but some of the topics we discussed wasn't fit for work, so you couldn't really talk about it at work. So, you know, it's one of the things that, well, you kind of discuss in your own house or, you know, talk about it. But, you know, some close family or friends or something over the phone, but it's not the same platform. Like, all of us, we've been together for an extremely long time, and, you know, we did lots of shows. I mean, I don't know. You know, I think it's up to 800 or something now, but, you know. What 912. It's how many? 912. 912. And, you know, that may vary for each one of us, but we all well up into to seven, 800, so whatever the case may be. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's a lot of shows. Like I say. We missed see- talking to each other and stuff like that, so I mean it was it was uh it 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 was different over those two years but I was glad you was able to put it back together' because I missed talking to everybody and giving my opinion and it's not too many places that you could really have an outlet to just kind of say what you're thinking or give an opinion on something and you know and joke and laugh and all that kind of stuff when you need to so. That was a good thing. That's the void that was uh, really left. So, that was what I probably missed most just talking to everybody. Yeah,
5: definitely. And so, Crystal, you were one of the first people I reached out to when I said that um, I was thinking about coming back. And uh, I, I, I think I, I might have inboxed you or something and told you that I was coming back. And when I had that. First, first couple of shows I did, I think were were interviews. They were Q on ones because I was just trying to get my feet wet again and get back in the mix. And then I had that first live show, uh, which I think was uh, late February two thousand and twenty. And so, Crystal, what did it feel like being back? I mean, was it like riding a bike? Did things feel different? What was that like for you?
2: Yeah, it was like riding a bike, you know, having sex, you know, and all that. But you know, for you. I always told you that you depended too much on outside people coming in live and we already had a core of people who were waiting in, you know, in the wings for you to get started again. And, and I, you know, sometimes I did take offense to that. I was like, you know, you'd email me or, you know, text me or whatever and say, Hey, I can't believe no one, you know, no one showed up. It was just us. I was like, damn, what the fuck? (laughs) It's just us. What's wrong with that? You know, we got got the whole crew here. What's your problem, man? And then, (laughs) and you're like, no, no, we got to have more people and all this stuff. And I I was like, you know what, dude, just, even if it's just you by yourself, because I remember so many times I did shows just by myself but you know i can talk i can talk
5: yeah people. you were good, at, you're good i can
2: talk that. for an hour 30 you know an hour and a half two hours just ranting my bullshit you know so i didn't know what, what the hell was the problem i don't need nobody to come home in this motherfucker i can just do it and but i was also like but we already have people so what's your problem? So that was my only thing with UQ. I was like, we're good. People will tune in later because it's a podcast, yeah. and people will tune in when they tune in, you know. And don't even worry about that. But you're always stressed about that, and eventually, I just shut up and I was like, and I just said it to myself instead of to you. And so, but I was happy with it, and I was happy that, and and you know, just like Ray was saying, it it was an outlet. You know, it was a way for us to discuss because I know you didn't know this. Andre knew this, who, you know, who I brought in from another group that I had, you know, that we had late, you know, before this, um, before I found you, we would do this on, on Yahoo, you know, email groups. Who remembers Hmm. that? (laughs) Truly. And we would do the same thing except for we would be typing as opposed to talking and I, you know, he came in as well and to listen to the show and stuff. And, but the thing about it was, is that that's exactly what we did. It was just us. We were just talking to each other. And yes, I had my haters, some severe haters on the other side. And so I was, by the time I got to you guys, I was like, okay, fine, whatever. And, but yeah, I, I just love being able to talk to the same people and it was great. And that's what I missed You know, I didn't miss, unlike you, of course, you were trying to build your show, but I didn't miss people calling in. I didn't care. As long as we had our legends, I was good. And I'm still good, (laughs) you know, with just us talking and, and hopefully people will tune in, you know, during and after or whatever and get our feedback and learn from it. But but, yeah, I was I was always good about it. So, yes, I was very happy when you decided to finally come back. But during that time you were off, I was like, okay, he has to deal with this. He has to do this whole ego thing. But I'm glad you got over that
5: and you came back. <laughs> yeah, it kind of took the time off, I guess, for me to realize that uh, it, it wasn't really about the numbers. I did get obsessed, obsessed with the numbers. I wanted the the live stats. You know, I wanted the the you know, hundreds of people listening live. I I wanted the, you know, five hundred yeah, downloads the next day and, like and things of that. Harry Thugman show and the
3: Virginia Princess show, man. That thing, right, right. That that's how we became legends. I mean, yeah, That was some classic, and, instant classic.
5: <laughs> and so that stuff drove me a little too much. And I was working, man, I was working like thirty hours a week. I was just really grinding for the show and the show was doing well because of it, but I got burned out. And then when I restarted, uh, I wasn't sure like, okay, this is going to be like an interview show or how am I going to do it? Am I going to still do the live show? And so ultimately when I realized that the live stuff wasn't important, that allowed me to get away from blog talk radio and move over to where I am now. And then it's kind of like an invite only type of deal. And so, um, I got in got involved with a bunch of other podcasters and I was kind of like doing the mentor role for them. And like, you know, with, with Kaya, who was, who's been on the recent show or, or Erica Warren or people like that. And so I was mixing it up with them and I've been on a bunch of their shows. I've done a bunch of other shows. I've probably been a guest on more shows last year than I have over my previous nine years. And so then I was like, well, I got to get back to basics. So, you know, we did the shows on politics, which we always mixed it up. We did current events and things of that nature. But I really wanted to get back to relationships. I wanted to get back to my wheelhouse. And I said, okay, if I'm going to do that, make this show fun again, then I got to incorporate my show legends and get them involved and things of that nature. So I'm still kind of evolving. And I want to find a way now that I'm doing video with Facebook Live and stuff like that to make sure that you, you all are a part of it. And uh, so I'm just trying to brainstorm if figure out the best way of doing that. But I also wanted to do tonight's show because, you know, I said, well, let me get these folks in, get my show legends in. And I really just want my original show legends. I mean, there's some old, you know, I mean, I'm cool with Dr. Willis. I'm cool with Amy and, you know, and, and Robin and Erica and Cocktails and Conversation, all of them, true speech. But I really just wanted my old heads in here. Kind of mix it up a little bit to show my appreciation and um Amanda, I know you don't get an opportunity to to join the show like you used to, but it's always appreciated when you come on and everything, and um you know maybe if I learn more about your schedule, I can incorporate you going forward if you're still looking to get in every now and then,
7: oh yeah, for sure, you know it's just um uh, with the with the pandemic, it's like the beginning of the week tends to be crazier for me um. But yeah, I can I can definitely try to do better uh, to to make the shows. I just hate I hate coming in late and then it's like, all right, what did I you know what did I miss? And yeah, but I, I definitely I'm yeah. always thinking about you guys. And Ray always tells me kind of when I do miss, hey, this was the topic or this is what we talked about. Or sometimes I can kind of pick up on what he's talking about uh, on this end. But you know, you guys are you know all you guys are family, so it's uh, it's always good for us to be able to get together.
5: Definitely. And I, I will probably be doing more shows because I don't really have a set day for the when I actually record now. Now I release shows most of the time on Sundays and Thursdays. But as far as when I record, I don't really have a set day anymore. I kind of got away from that too. So I'll be doing more Thursday night shows now that football season's over and there's no Thursday night football. So if Thursday is a better day for you, Amanda, I'll definitely keep you in mind
7: yeah yeah um, that probably that probably works a little better but you know like i said i'll try to whenever it is i'll try to try to um just be mindful of it and and see if i can uh get in yeah. and get you know it's cool get on if a little earlier
5: it's cool if you're late just um if you need to consult with m m about being fashionably late then you can do that <laughs> even though m m has been on time a lot lately it's been kind of scary <laughs> The Eminem has been on time for the start of some shows. Well, I'll be I'm not outside even with that. some uh,
7: with some barking dogs in the background, <laughs>
5: so I can be Eminem. Like, <laughs> yeah, right, you to know me now. You back know, the day I had to make that grand entrance. You know what I'm saying? Man, Eminem would show show up <laughs> right before Final Thoughts, right? And he would call in, and you know, with Blog Talk Radio, I would have that. Um, you know, the phone would pop up, and it would just say the phone number would be all ones, and I'm like, who is this calling? You know, phone numbers all ones, and then it'd be Eminem <laughs> from some re- re- remote location in the Appalachian Mountains or something. I don't know where he was calling from. <laughs> <laughs> but it was always funny because a lot of times he would call in late, and I kind of knew in the back of my mind it was him, but I, I wasn't sure because I didn't recognize the number. It was always some crazy looking number and stuff. And, uh, But, but man, what about the prank calls, man? Do you remember when we used to get a ton of prank calls back in the day? You know, white guys want to call in and try to insult us and all that stuff. And then Ray and Eminem and you would go off on them?
6: Oh, yeah, man. It was crazy. We used to get some prank calls coming in. And, you know, this show has been so much fun because, you know, when this show came, came about, like I said earlier, it was a time when I was going through some things, but it's made, you know, the the friendships that we formed over the years, and it's just it's just been so much fun. And just, I know when, when the hiatus was um, on, I had, I had actually talked to Crystal a couple of times, I'm going like, man, I wish Q would bring the show back. And I had been talking to you about it. I'm like, you need to bring it back. And you're like, no, man, I can't do it. I'm going like, why not? I said, this show, I mean, so many people listen to us way more than what we actually realize, And, you know, the prank calls were fun, but there were more listeners listening to us because we are coming from so many different backgrounds and people learn from that. And I'm going like, those people need us. You know, they may not be able to listen to us live, but I'm going like, they need us because all of us have come from different backgrounds and going through different things. And we, this is a platform where we can all bring it together and put it out there. Somebody may be going through that, and they don't know where to turn and They just happen to turn this podcast on. They're going like, you know what? I'm going through that same shit right there. And they may find a solution to that problem. And that's what makes this show so great. And I'm glad it's back.
5: All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. And all right. So before we get ready to kind of wrap things up, I do want to play a clip. Um, it's part of an advertisement, so I got to scroll through the advertisement and see if I can find my way to the actual clip. But uh, just give you all something to laugh at. So let me see if I can get it loaded here. Give me just a moment, then I got to fast forward through some
4: things. I'm Michelle of resumes. My
7: podcast
4: on all major listening platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. You can also follow me on Instagram at E underscore class one hundred. Now enjoy the show.
0: Mother if I go out and bang, you know, back in my day, if I was if I went out and and got some money and, you know, got famous, whatever, I banged a thousand chicks and the next day I said I'm going, you know, a one woman man, it's all cool. You let your daughter go out and, 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 and and get gang banged or whatever And she can turn around and be a, 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 she can go to a convent, become a nun. That's gonna sit with your ass the rest of your life. So I teach teach my daughter. it's a, it's a difference between a man and a woman. And, And you know, I don't know why the world don't want to accept it. It's a difference. I don't make the rules man. but i'm saying you, you can let your kids do that if you want to when i'm in kids they're gonna do exactly what you say don't get me wrong but if you define the consequences i'm telling you you're gonna be in a mess <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: all right eminem do
5: you even remember saying that man I, you know what I,
3: I do but i didn't have a clue how long ago it was um Wow, man, that was a flashback for real, because that was the first time I said it. Oh, uh, damn. Wow. Oh, man. Man I, man, I
5: actually sound a little younger for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> man, let me tell you, and did you hear everybody laughing in the background? It's like, and, and that's what I miss. When I was off for two years and I really started thinking about what was important about the show, and like Crystal said, it was the camaraderie or whatever, Everybody was cracking up because, I mean, anybody who had listened to the show long enough, of course, knew that was Eminem being Eminem. And of course, we knew that. And it was so funny because even even though with Eminem, when when he hits on a point, you know, he believes it 100 percent. But the delivery is always hilarious. And it can be something that you can agree with 100 percent or maybe you disagree with it 100 percent. You still going to crack up laughing at it. You know, it's just and I mean, is is that what you were referring to, Crystal, when you talk about the whole family aspect of it? The fact that we can enjoy each other and regardless if we agree or disagree, we usually can get back and do it again the next week. Crystal.
2: Oh, my God, I knew you would come to me when I stopped and went over to the other side (laughs) of the room. Um, What were you saying? Um, The camaraderie can get back together. (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> <laughs> See, and uh that's just, uh, yeah i'm basically saying that is, is that what you meant as far as you know how we were all just laughing at what eminem was saying and it's like even though we're making our points and we're speaking our truth we still have a good time doing it and it's something that we look forward to every week and that's what uh that's definitely what i missed over the the hiatus
2: oh yeah absolutely i mean we um it was, it was interesting how we were able to, I mean, I may have fumed, you know, on mute and whatever, when after a heated debate, and then afterwards, I, you know, may have continued to fume, and I probably, you know, I would you and was like what the fuck (laughs) what's happening and you know and and all that but yeah i was back on the phone the next week because by then you know jim and i mind we don't care we forget about that shit we're like oh what's up (laughs) and but no we you know it's 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 all love i really you know and it was fun and it was you know, exciting and interesting to mix it up with different people. And actually, a lot of the times when Amanda came in and, you know, even Robin, when she came in, you know, they would say things that were so like logical and practical and just made sense. And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. (laughs) And so you know, I would calm down and like I know, I know, I know, and and I'd be okay. So, but no, I think it was a lot of fun for everybody, and and that's why we show back up. If we didn't like it, we wouldn't we wouldn't call in again. Why would we call in again to to get more abuse? You know, I, I mean, I'm a sucker for you know gluttony for punishment, but most people aren't. And so, yeah, I mean, I think people tune back in because. They love the back and forth, the camaraderie, the debate. I love debating. And so that's why I tuned back in. So.
4: Yeah, yeah, me too.
5: And well, Ray, that's why I was, here. you know, she yeah, mentioned no, Amanda. No and Ray, you and Amanda, I mean, being a married couple and living in the same house, sometimes you all would disagree on a topic you know, on the show, and I've always wondered, and I'm pretty sure the other legends have wondered as well, were there ever any discussions after this show about some of the things you may have disagreed
4: on? I say, yeah, all, all the time. I mean, um, we would talk about different subjects and, you know, different things that I've said. I mean, she, she know how I am. She know my heart and everything else. But a lot of times, she would think I go too hard on the females. I say something kind of out of the way, even though I may be right. <laughs> you know, and you know, it's always a situation of, she gave me an example one time. She said, "Um, you know, how would you feel if you had your favorite food that you liked, but somebody stirred it on top of a garbage can lid? I was <laughs> like, well, you know, I yeah, was," she didn't okay. you, say, say you wouldn't want to eat it like that. Even yeah, who's a garbage can food. lid, Ray? Oh, no. no, no, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to eat it like that. Although it's your favorite food, so certain things that I say, I can put a better <laughs> twist on it. That is know, a great come,
5: analogy. I can't wait to
4: steal that and then just come out and you know say say what I was really thinking. I mean, it is just it is just a, to talk the cue in me that, you know, you can really say what you want to say and stuff like that. Right. I mean, it's it's a much better way I can say it. It's a much more diplomatic way I can say it. And it's kind of like, you know, it's a nicer way to say it. But see, one thing that Crystal did was she opened the door by saying things her <laughs> way to allow me to say things my way. As far as, okay, you know, some, some women you go hard on them. They gonna, you know, they gonna Back up a little bit, or they might say something to you like, "Uh, Princess, uh, the girl from Virginia, whatever." She Virginia persons, yeah, yeah. She never called back in, never. but I mean, you know, and deleted she, her Facebook account. She, she, she is, yeah, she she's like, uh, Clarissa Shields. Man, you hit her; she's gonna keep coming back, gonna keep coming back for some more. So, I mean, um. It wasn't personal. We just giving our opinion and having fun with it, but I know was, at times it was better ways I could have said things or I look back on it and say, well, as over the years you get older, more mature, not that I disagree with the points that I made. I just could have said it a, a different way, but yeah, we definitely talk about things at the house and um, you know, just like, oh man, you know, you really said that or this, this, and that, or you know, she she know I'm, well, I ain't going to say she don't know I'm not sexist. I might be considered <laughs> to be that way. But it's not that way. It may be considered to be that way. I just tell the truth for where it is. It's just a lot of people don't want to hear it come out that way. And a lot of times I kind of backtrack on things like uh, a few weeks ago, I forgot who we was talking to we was talking to a set of, uh, I forgot, it was some ladies on the show or something, and I made a reference to females that went to black universities. I didn't realize she was sitting there. She went to the white university. I didn't mean it that way, but right, that's how it was taken. So, you know, I some things, yeah, we do get into it about it, but we don't <laughs> never get into. Big disagreements because she know how I am, you know, and say what I think, and you know she respect that, and I respect her, love each other, so it's all good.
5: And Amanda, what was it like for you though? Because I mean, many times Crystal said that you should be canonized (laughs) and made a saint. Canonized, (laughs) she should be a saint, (laughs) Saint Mary. God damn, Ray (laughs) would say something, and he would be the only person in the room saying it, but he stood tall and everything. So how did you feel knowing that everybody in the room would disagree with him, but he didn't care?
7: I mean, he's just being him. You know, and I just it really depended on what it was because in most cases, I know I know kind of where he's coming from. <laughs> so I would just try to let him slide, but sometimes I had to say something like afterward we'd just say, hey, you know and you know, of course, when we get out the phone it's like we're looking at each other or sometimes we would be in separate rooms and then we come together afterward <laughs> and you know, we have a discussion about it.
6: You like, wanna cut his never... damn throat
7: out. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. Like what that <laughs> <laughs> and I can not I g I can't I can't take credit for the garbage can garbage can lid, uh that came from the Cosby show. But
5: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah,
7: but but yeah, I mean like and that's what I was telling him and I've told him that even outside of the show, like with family or whatever like you you can't just bark orders at somebody or just because you're right it's about the delivery so I'm constantly trying to remind him of that but we've never had like a major falling out um I think the probably the most heated would have been some of the political shows um this past political season so (laughs) but yeah but we you know we're we're always good and we always work it out so but, yeah, I'm, but I'm yeah. definitely making faces when he says certain things,
4: for sure. <laughs> if I had if I had to vote again, I would change my vote. I would vote for Biden, y'all. Oh man!
6: All right,
2: wow. breaking news.
4: That's
6: huge. <laughs> I think I well, need to get a tweet funny. on that. Right.
2: You I know, and to, I... you know, and actually, there were many times I agreed with Ray, but yeah,
7: the
5: yeah,
2: the way he actually said it. I was like, oh, hell no. we all going to die <laughs> up in this, motherfucker. <laughs> damn, what did you just say? <laughs> you know, he he took me to those Saturday nights, killing motherfucking shit. It's like, what the hell did you just say to me, nigga? I don't give a <laughs> <life."> <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah, there were I, times I, where I and, was glad and, that and we weren't all alone together. And I respected own.
2: him because no. I did, I, I still respect him because I did Agree with a lot of the things that he was saying. It was the delivery. You know <laughs> what's it, funny? It just put me the in my part, mode. So
6: the funny part is, is when you say you agree with him, because I'm going like, I want to see her face when she says that, because I don't believe it. You know, because it's it's <laughs> hilarious when you say you believe him. I'm going like, all right, I need to write this shit down in the
5: calendar. Oh man! But I used to wonder, I said, Lord, I said, if I ever see. Ray and Amanda on uh divorce court and judge Lynn Toller and they, and she asked, why, why are you in the court today? And they said, well, we listened to this podcast called the talk to Q radio. So I'd be like, Oh Lord, that was, that was my worst nightmare to, to be a part of that. But. All right. So, uh, just real quick, when I think about some of the people who joined the show back in the day, um, to see if you all remember, and I know Eminem remembers Fred, um, uh, Fred was. Where was Fred from? Oh yeah, he was from uh, California. He was from like, um, yeah, yeah, he was from NoCal, from Northern California. Yeah. yeah, Fred. Uh, there was Salahuddin. Salahuddin was out of New York City. Uh, he was a Muslim brother that used to call the show. Uh, let's see, Vanity Strokes up in Toronto used to join the sex shows. <laughs> and uh, do you remember Laura? Laura used to call in in the first yeah. twenty episodes.
3: Yeah. I
0: remember Yeah, more. and
5: Laura um she live, we she had a falling here. out she live here I think. Yeah, yeah, she's in Jackson. We had a falling out over um uh, we were talking about people in jail getting too much preferential treatment. That it was too nice in jail. And uh, I, she, me and her had a falling out about that cuz I was like, you know, prison it'd be prisoners. I didn't know at the time. I guess she had a dude locked up <laughs> or something. <laughs> And so I'm going in on how life is in prison, and uh, yeah, and and she she stopped calling the show. <laughs> I mean, we're still Facebook friends. I've had conversations with her back and forth, you know, across the years. But uh, she stopped calling the show. And like I said, mentioned earlier, my cousin Worm used to call in. Uh, Jr. The Boss Man. Anybody remember him out of Nashville? I think. Yeah, yeah. Jr. The Boss Man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah everybody knows both, man. hmm Uh Miss Vixen out of New York City. Uh Coach Stephanie. Coach Steph was um, out of Houston. She was one of the first relationship coaches I ever met. And um I actually stumbled she across her. I <laughs> said what now?
3: I said she got mad about something. I can't remember how it went.
5: <laughs> and um I actually came across her um about two or three months ago and she wants to get back on the show. So um uh, Yeah, I had lost touch with her. And, uh, I mean, there was Ben Diane, the Haitian hottie out of Florida. Uh, Did a show on immigration. They used to call all the time.
3: Who? Archie and uh, Mishibia. They used to call all the time. Yeah,
5: yeah. Archie and Mishibia. Yeah, they just had a kid last year. Uh, So they got a little girl. And uh, let's see. The crazy one out of Baltimore. Mary LaBelle, actually, Mary LaBelle, yeah. I talked to her the other day. Her and uh, Susie, the single dating diva, are going to do a show with me in the upcoming future. Uh, Jaha Knight out of S- South Carolina. And of course, Pianchi, Mr. Solution. Mr. Solution. Was uh-huh. I used to think Pianchi and Mr. Solution were the same person. No, nah, they were all the same night, though.
3: But I love Solution, though. He, he, actually talk, like, he actually called me ignorant. I said, boy, I said, you got to do a special. <laughs> with me and him go one on one. I'm, I'm- I'm going show to show them my understanding of the dictionary, but it's all good.
5: Like. <laughs> yeah, and uh, let's see, Miss Boom Boom, she was a trip. Yep, yep. Jewel, remember Jewel? Jewel, I think. Yeah, Jewels. And Jules. Uh, the Sarita out of uh, California, talk talk about the Wu-Tang Clan.
0: Yep. Yeah.
5: And uh, Coach Shantae uh, out of Toronto, True Speech. Yeah, I
3: forgot, I forgot
5: all of about course. Coach Shantae. Yeah, you yeah, all remember uh, La- La- Latasha Lee, she was the mistress, killed yep. O'Neal's mistress in yep. Atlanta. Yep. She came on and apologized to Shawnee O'Neal and and uh, oh man, I don't remember that. Good,
4: great.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: Melanie, Malani to
5: come on all the time, and uh, yeah, still. she's still doing City. her thing, and, then and uh, I mean, Eminem, you got into boy. it. You got, oh, yeah. I know you ain't forgot Bethany Beans, the porn star. Right.
3: Yeah.
5: Half Russian, half, half Nigerian. I know you haven't forgotten about her. Yeah, I know. And, uh And Eminem, do you remember a guy named Scott? He called in from the ATL and y'all got into an argument about spanking kids or something? About spanking
3: kids? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, I had forgotten.
5: Oh, man. man.
0: Y'all got yeah, it. Yeah, too.
3: yeah. And he's a white boys, but I call white people niggas
5: sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Crystal, do you remember I brought an author on the show named Willie Spite, and he had a book about essentially about white girls being better than black girls or something? Do you remember no, I, don't,
2: him? I don't remember him, but um, I'm sure that was a topic I was very interested in.
5: I remember you had a problem with him, and I, I read his book his book was God awful. That was the worst book I think I've ever read in my life. Duh. It was uh, The first chapter was really good. It set everything up. The last part of the book was garbage. I mean, it was just straight garbage. It just didn't have any direction. <laughs> the plot was dumb. There was no transition. He even had one page in the book that was a completely different font than the other pages. Oh, so Lord. I'm like, how did that even happen? You even have an editor. So uh, no. Yeah, that was a horrible book. That's people got to highlight and
3: and, and, and right click that shit, man. And put it on the same font.
5: Hey, what what are
3: them yeah. young girls, man? Uh, damn, they was out of which safe. one? The, the, Parker
5: uh, the Parker the one sisters.
3: The Parker sisters, kind of. Yeah, I think they used to halfway listen to some of the stuff I was saying, man. Yeah, that I was I uh, like a,
5: yeah. Brittany and Erica partner Parker. They were out of Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Louisville. That's right. Yeah, and they used to call in all the time because they used to. Uh, Try to get advice from 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 you guys. So they they uh-huh. really love listening to the show. And um, you had clean classy out of Atlanta, my man D Wright from the Grain Chump Show used to do the draft shows with it. You remember how we used to go yeah. hard on the draft, yeah.
3: right? And I remember we did like a dual show like two times or
0: something.
5: With him. Yeah, yeah, we would do the the Grain Chump Show and do the NFL draft on his show simulcast. For like three right. hours, and then we jump on my yeah, show long, and do like price. another three hours. Yeah, we'd be on the air for like six wow. hours
3: doing that. Boy, everybody thought we'd dry.
5: <laughs> yep. Dr. Aaron Anderson, <laughs> Lauren Dahl, uh Lady T, uh, the late Carmen Hendricks used to join the show. Arcadia yeah. Dario, the esthetician. Uh Sonia out of California. Man, I can Sonya, go on and on. It yeah,
3: was... Sonia used to call in quite a bit at one time.
5: Yeah, and uh, Sweater Patel. Uh, yeah. She was a motivational speaker, a lady of Indian descent. She was really cool. Yeah. And
3: went to the them, uh, I thought they were some Puerto Rican chicks or something, they were actresses, actresses.
5: Uh, yeah. Uh, man, what were their names? Uh, Yesenia Bailey. Yep. was one, and I can't remember her friend's name, but they were out of New York. because Yesenia was trying to get on Saturday Night Live. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, Yesenia was hilarious. She had a YouTube show. That and was then, super uh, funny.
3: Then I uh, think uh, when uh Cherry Johnson was on there, that's when we we didn't know Angle was a big fan of Cherry Johnson. Yeah, yeah. From Punky
5: Brewster. Yeah. We had we Cherry these, Johnson on. Show. And uh, uh that was actually another show we called in, but um yeah. we called into uh yeah. I don't know whose show that was. We spoke to Lisa Lisa. Yeah. Oh uh,
6: that, that,
5: that was your senior that was your senior show, I believe. Yeah, yeah. 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 we hey, called in of, and talked to Lisa Lisa.
3: Yeah. Speaking of classic, what was little girl named out of Memphis? And uh uh when I was telling her she was she was like a sports counselor, and I was saying, man. Uh, I wish you could find that clip. I was trying to tell her there ain't no therapy for no man. That's what, but drinking and pussy for. But she didn't like that. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that was Brittany. J. Flynn. Yeah, Brittany J. <laughs> <Brittany, laughs> Flynn. <laughs> yeah, she's still around. She's still around doing her thing. Still counseling too.
3: Yeah. Tell her I said my shit still better than her shit. <laughs>
5: <laughs> damn oh man so well look let's get ready to wrap things up and do some some final thoughts I guess I gotta step and grab some water so we'll do some final thoughts and wrap this thing up and, and Crystal I'll go with you first
2: well just like I said before this was um, really good congratulations on your 10 year anniversary and um and again, I feel honored and thank you for in continually inviting me to be a part of your show. It's a great show um, for our legends. It's a great show for people who call in, the interviewers. And um, it's just, you've done so well over the last 10 years. And, and you, like I said, you've been con- consistent and you just keep going. And, and that's, you know, that's all you can do. I mean, you know, you're already an immortal in the world because, you know, even when you die, your your stuff will still be out there and people will still be talking about you and in your show. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about you. You know, I'll talk about you anyway. <laughs> good or bad, you know, we're going to say some shit. But, you know, I think it was I think it, it was a great time and I look forward to the future. And I'm, very, like I said, very grateful to be a part of this group, a very distinguished and, you know, excellent group of of people who have, you know, been loyal to you and to the show and to each other. So I do feel, like Amanda said, that we are, you know, a family. And we've all been through a lot. And once we hear things about each other, I think we really are like, Tell me more. Make sure to let me know what's going on, so we can can be there to support each other. So, so that's good. So, thank you so much, Hugh. Thank you so much. You know, Eminem, Buck, Amanda, Ray, and you know people who are not on the show who who are legends. Thank you so much for being a part of my life for the last ten years, and I'm very
5: grateful for that. So, thank you. Look
2: forward All to right. the future.
5: And thank you, ma'am. It's uh, always been an appreciation, always appreciated your contributions to the show. And I can truly say that you're more than just a show legend to me. You're one of my friends. And um, I, I love i love me some crystal. I yeah. love you too.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right, Ray, I'll go to you, man. Your final thoughts.
4: Oh, uh, yeah, Congratulations on ten years! I mean, time really flies by. I mean, we had a lot of shows. It's slow and it's long at the same time, and like you say, a lot of time, a lot of things that went on over the years. And you know, it's it's been a great outlet, and you know, Hugh feels a void. It allows us to say what we want to say, and a lot discuss the topics that we want to discuss. And a lot of times our voices are not heard, but we can hear our voices talking to each other and get each other's perspective on everything through uh, intelligent imp- opinions, through uh, funny opinions, through uh, all types of opinions that, you know, that we we give. Some of them that we think that we we uh, stand behind 100%, some of them we may have. A different perspective on today than what we had ten years ago or five years ago, but at the same time, we had the outlet to get it out. I appreciate talking to everybody because, you know, like you say, we family, we friends, and you know, we just had a a ball of these last ten years. And I mean, I I like to, you know, just keep it going because it's a great uh, outlet. Now you see a lot of people since the pandemic, they start building all these podcasts with rappers and actors and entertainers and this and that. But I mean, this podcast right here may have gave some of these people these ideas. You You never do know. A lot of people think because something is bigger than what they got the original idea that they can't get the idea from how it was done here so i mean it's all it's it's all good but you know i appreciate the sports shows i appreciate the political shows the the controversial shows and just being able to have the outlet to talk to everybody and you know like i say you know it's always put there that, you know me and crystal had a lot of arguments and we did you know, it was fun. You know, I like the debate, just like she likes the debate. But, you know, I know she's a intelligent woman. I know she's a smart woman. And, you know, I know she uh, stands behind what she's thinking. You got to respect somebody like that. And I respect everybody on. And I appreciate all the times we had. So no, congratulations no. on 10 years, man. Thank you very much, man. all of us. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Thanks, yeah, Ray. Definitely.
5: And you mentioned, you know, all the competition out there. Yeah, there are a lot of people who are doing podcasts now, a lot of celebrities and putting a lot of money behind it and it kind of pushes the the quote unquote mom and pop podcast like mine kind of down on the list a little bit. But um uh, it's all good because I kinda of have my niche, you know. Um uh, I have my little cult following and I'm I'm proud of that. And um uh, Whether you guys know it or not, there are people all over the world who know who you are. And that's the tripped out thing about it. Uh, That's something Eminem used to always mention all the time. It's like not only, you know, Eminem and I used to talk about this stuff and it never went any further than our office. We used to work the 2 to 11 shift and we used to talk about things that never left the office. But now some of those same conversations have been all over the world and people have discussed it. I have a huge following in India right now. I don't know why, but but I've been booming in India as of late, you know, and so that's cool, and so I I think that's one of the great parts of the show is that we're worldwide on this thing, and so, Amanda, I'll go to you, Mel.
7: It's, you know, it's always a pleasure to be involved, and, you know, congratulations on 10 years. Um, I'm thankful for you following a passion that you had, uh, and that you still have, you know, so many of us, or so many people can kind of think of something and say, well, maybe, but you actually followed through on it and look where you are now. You know, it's a, it says a lot for you. Um, it says a lot for your supporters. So, you know, kudos to you for, for making, uh, for making this all happen. Um, you know, it's, it's again, something that we all look forward to and we enjoy each other and, You know, again, I'm thankful for each and every one of you. I'm thankful for the friendships we formed through the show. Um, I know that if I need any of you, I can reach out to you guys. So, uh, you know, that's a type of thing that you can know somebody your whole life and and not have that type of relationship. So I think that says a lot about uh, what we formed here and looking forward to the next 10 years.
5: Well, that's a lot of pressure. (laughs) Yeah, thanks very much. Uh, yeah, because I, I wonder now. It's like as far as how long do I want to continue? And I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of like Peyton Manning. I guess I'll continue until I can't throw it no more. You know, <laughs> <laughs> when I can't do it, maybe that's when I'll stop. But, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm really. <laughs>
1: kind of so, weird.
5: <laughs> i gonna say that can be taken so many ways. But uh, yeah, so uh, I mean, I just keep going and keep having fun and. Uh, I'm trying to like, you know, I do have like a lot of other people who want to be on the show now. And so I try to incorporate them with my show legends. But there are going to be times where I just want to have my show legends on, you know. And so I I, I want to make a point maybe, you know, at least once a month to try to have like a, a show legends only type of show um, to get back to grassroots a little bit. So I'm going to work on that. But um, I have some new people, you know, who are very helpful as far as spreading the show and things of that nature i mean it might even be a new show legend coming in at some point before the year is out who knows you know but um uh, there's some people who are really helpful on the back end and behind the scenes uh who really embrace the show so but amanda yeah i appreciate you i know you mentioned that uh sam cook picture back in the background back there
7: oh yeah
5: <laughs> uh, so i have to hold on with me Blow it up so everybody can can see it. Let me see if I can blow it up there. Yeah, that's Sam Ooh. Cook back there. He was on the Ed Sullivan show. <laughs> so,
7: yeah, Ray is just being a hater.
5: Yeah, I know you can't <laughs> hate on a classic man. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. So, all right, Buck, what you got, man?
6: Man, it's been congratulations on the ten years. You know, we we kind of dabbled in this stuff for a long time, kind of talking about it, messing around with it and stuff like that. And then, you know, you finally brought it, you know, brought it to fruition. It's been pretty cool to be a part of this ride. I mean, and bringing the people that bring the people together, you know, with from Ray, Eminem, Crystal, it's just awesome, you know, because it does feel like family. I mean, it's family. We get to talk, you know, sometimes we talk every every once in a while, you know, outside of the show. And it's just it's amazing the friendship and the bond that we've managed to, you know, make doing this 10 year run. I mean, it's just been nothing short of amazing. And the topics that we talk about, nobody else really wants to even touch or if they do touch them. They don't touch them the quite the right way. They so sure it's really fun to be a part of this. Um, it's educational to be part of this. And we get to spit it the way we wanna spit it. You know, we if we wanna say a curse word, great. We don't, we don't. If we're passionate about it, great. If we're not so passionate, it's all right too. Everybody gets to learn something from this. And that's what, like I said earlier, this is what makes the show great. But probably what makes the show even greater than that, other than being just worldwide and being listened to that way, it's just that the, the friendships and the bonds that we've made amongst ourselves you know these original show legends here that's what really makes this really good i mean so when we when we say something talk about something and put it out there man it just all of us say it but our own way you know i kind of i'm kind of that one that kind of stays in the middle so to speak because i can see both sides yeah i guess that's my my niche you know i can i can see both sides but you know, it's that's cool. I mean, everybody got their own way of doing things, so it's really fun. Looking forward to several more years. I'm gonna make sure I keep the heat on you, so you make sure you keep going. <laughs> that's what I do. But um, it's fun, man. And and like I said, the friendships um that we that we formed throughout this probably means more than just the show itself. I mean, because it's really yeah, fun, yeah. um, and being able to you know contact each other when, when things go, you know, outside the show, that's been fun too. So looking forward to many
5: more. Definitely. And you know, the, the group that we have has always been a good mix I would say with, uh, I, I mean, when you look at the personalities that we, we have, it just came together nicely. You know, it came to, Buck is always the balanced one. He's going to see both sides of it. And Eminem, Eminem is going to say the same thing he said 10 years ago today. Eminem is going to be consistent. I always called Amanda the voice of reason and Ray and Crystal bring the passion, but from different perspectives. Um, And so it, it just always seemed like it was the perfect mix. And I think that's what worked for all of us. So Eminem shut it down, man. The original show ledger, the minister of sexual affairs.
3: From
0: oh, a pimp's perspective.
5: Man.
3: Oh man I don't have- Oh boy. Oh man. Oh man, you gotta play me some clips to do some of that shit. Bro. <laughs> it comes. But uh man man, the the sands of time, baby. The sands of time, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? The hardest substance on God's green earth is the motherfucking diamond. So ten years is what you get for ten years, the diamond, baby. So a diamond is forever. So, you know what I'm saying? You have forever cemented us, including me. You know what I'm saying? That's why that's where the law to come from. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, just giving all of us this platform and giving us this platform with no restraint. You know, So you know, everybody knows I'm an artist and stuff. And artists do not like to be contained. And, uh, so, you know, what this show has done, it helped a lot of people. First and foremost, that's what it is. It, it helps a lot of people. You know, um, And a lot of people have very poignant things they say to help people, uh, you know, in their own special way. Uh, uh, Buck is real good at that, you know. Uh, One thing he says all the time is communication is the key, you know. And uh, I I agree with that, but I don't like saying shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, But that's what this show brings, you know. It it allows Q to just kind of sit back and just not have to. You no, know, some talk shows, it be so one-sided that the damn hoes got to clean it up. But with us, you get so many different views that pretty much you don't really have to do nothing but just sit back and just everybody go at it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, that's what I like about this. Nah, fuck that. That's what I love about this. You know, that freedom, freedom of expression. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, you know, everybody got their own way to, like, you know, with some of the tragedies over the last you know, 2020 that came to the forefront, a lot of people trying to now promote black business and stuff like that. Man, what, what do you think you've been doing? You've been promoting black business since you started this show. You know, it ain't just for black people, but I'm saying, I guarantee you, uh, I don't change my personality for n- nobody, but the shit that Q allowed me to do and the way he allowed me to get this fucking free advertisement and you know, and, 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 and help yeah, other people share the good news about myself and the form of life. You know, and all of that, man. I can't get that shit nowhere. You know what I'm mean? saying? So, you know, shout out to you for that, and uh, you know, shout out to all the legends on here for number one consistently calling. You know, and uh, definitely, uh, definitely with the uh, with the, the females involved. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times when a show clearly doesn't have men that 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 you have to question which bathroom they go in, you know, a lot of time, a lot of way women. You know, they, they're like, "Oh, this show too too strong for me. I can't deal with this shit." But you know what I'm saying. So shout out to the, you know, the um, uh, of course Crystal Amanda and you know any other ladies they called in over the years. You know, kind of consistent. You know what I'm saying. So that's that's a great thing. You know what I'm saying. And, like I say it allowed for this format and you know uh I, I words can't express, you know what I'm saying? And if you see my avatar, man, I made that shit, man. I, I took that stuff off of it, it ain't a real avatar, I just made it. But uh, you know what I'm saying, I got that, that midnight eagle green on. But you see them, you see them two M's on that bitch, don't you? Thirteen thirteen, you know what that shit means? Free unadulterated, legalized opportunities to self-merchandise your property that you was blessed with. Yes, I said that. And Q gave me the platform to say that. You know, this shit unscripted, baby. You know what I'm saying? You getting a real deal with every one of all five of us on here now? And I don't had a lot of this shit while I'm drinking. Hold on. <laughs> hmm. Damn. <laughs> what do you get
0: uh, for $10? <laughs>
5: Anything you Anything want. You want.
2: <laughs>
5: Anything. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> so, I'm gonna have to get that clip lot. uploaded on here some kind of way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man.
3: You know, like I say, Q Q exposed a lot of people to a lot of cultures. so see a lot of people didn't know how many subcultures was actually in Black culture. Not, I'm, I'm not just saying, you know, every culture that's subculture. But think about it. You know, is you know this show helped show people what the beauty of the African-American world looked like. You got you got off the chain thinking African-Americans. You got intelligent African-Americans. You got Eve and Keel. You got uh, before this show, a lot of black people didn't know black people like NASCAR they meant, You know, uh, uh, w- w- when you think of black artists, you think of people just strictly drawing black shit. You know, not no abstract stuff. So I'm saying Q gave us that platform. You see know what I'm saying? You know, he gave us that platform. Even with politics, you know, you, you got a, a, an array of opinions. Everything ain't just all one damn thing. You know what I'm saying? So that's, yeah. this show has done so much to uplift. You know, now, I, I can put words in Q's mouth because I know him like that. His show is for everybody. But what I'm saying, but indirectly, he really, really had made a strong statement to the world or how they should view black people, you know what I'm saying? Especially in America, we we got all kind of different thoughts and opinions. The only thing we share is pigmentation, but we we are individualized, and I think this show, if this show don't demonstrate individualism, I don't know what does, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, 10 years, hanging there, you know, looking for 10 more and beyond, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, that diamond is forever, so you know, if a bomb dropped on this motherfucker they dug it up, you know, 50,000 quadruple years from now, and they had some kind of apparatus that could play something, and they like, hey, you know, what was it like in America with certain cultures or whatever? All they got to do is listen to 910 damn episodes, maybe nine eleven, nine hundred eleven 911 episodes. You know what I'm saying? 912. Nine twelve, damn, you get a full apex of this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? So that's some real flavor in your ear, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, so congratulations, Q, man. Keep this thing rolling, baby. Keep it rolling. You know. Uh I kinda missed that very first I I I finally forgot that first number you had with the LA prefix. I finally forgot that
5: one. Yeah, I can't remember it either, man.
3: <laughs> but I remember that shit in my head for a long time, you know. But uh <laughs> You know what I'm saying, but uh, yeah, man. You know, this is a great show, great guests. People call in and stuff, but these, these young people gotta start calling in, man. We gotta pass this knowledge on, man. You know, I said I, I, I want to be around this motherfucker for, you know, fifty more years at least. But shit, man, we we gotta have somebody pass the torch to them. These fathers I hear ain't you. calling in. You know what I'm saying? They ain't calling. this, scared shit, man. No, you have to call in. Tell <laughs> us what you think. You know.
0: Shit. I hear
5: you, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, but that's the beauty of giving getting Eminem on a, on a Saturday night. You get Eminem with the Hen, the Hennessy. <laughs> 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 oh man! But uh, yes, yeah, so I, I appreciate that, and I want to thank you all because this show uh, it really means a lot to me because it's 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 kind of you know my legacy along with my blog, uh, and you all are a part of that. Like Eminem said, somebody digs up a time capsule. 25 years from now, they're going to hear what we were complaining about, you know, back in 2020 and, you know, and beyond. And uh, I don't know, it's funny because this show, you know, I know someone mentioned earlier it's therapeutic. It was therapeutic for me too. Cause even though I don't always voice my opinions, I mean, I do sometimes, I don't always voice my opinions, but the, the topics, you know, were sometimes things that I may have been going through or, knew someone who was going through that particular scenario. So I throw the topics out to get other people's opinion. And that would allow me to kind of, you know, form some type of a, uh, you know, um, a solution to whatever situation may have been going on at the time. And so the show was very therapeutic in that sense. Um, Back in June, 2012, I lost my mom. And then five months later, I lost my wife in November 2012. And the show kept me going, you know, Um, because after I lost my wife, man, I was in like, I don't know. I've never felt so empty. You know, my mom and my wife were gone. And so I remember I went that December, a month after um, she passed away, I went to down to Pensacola. I hung out with Buck, had a good time down there, kind of got myself together. And I had the show to keep keep my mind occupied you know. And so I was probably, you know, doing two, three shows a week and that kept my mind off of the sadness, you know, and allowed me to to heal. It took me a while, but it, it allowed me to heal and kind of get back out there and everything. So it's really meant a lot to me as well. And I just enjoy it. You know, what everyone brings to the table um, and everyone has some sort of, of talent or, or gift that comes along with it. And and like I said, you know, Crystal is an author, Eminem's an artist. And uh, so you have those people, those type of minds, abstract minds coming to the table is always good. And, um, man, Ray is one of the most knowledgeable sports people I know. I mean, you know, he's he's passionate about everything he discusses. But when it comes to sports, man, Ray really knows his sports. And I, 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 I respect that big time because you got some of the people who fake it. But it's nice to see somebody who actually knows what he's talking about. And then of course Amanda is just so logical. It's like when I when I'm asking her, asking her the questions, I can hear the gears turning in her head, you know, before she gives her 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 speech or whatever, and um, her retort to whatever's being said. And so you know, I have to thank all of you for what you've brought to the table as well, because this is your legacy too, and all the people that you know we've met along the way, and everything. Um, I mean, that's been great. Some relationships I have, you know, a lot of people that I've I've never met, um, but I still have these long-standing relationships with them because our cra- our paths crossed on the show. It's always been cool to me to see people who have been on my show go on to have their own shows. You know, at one time, Milani and True Speech had their own show. You know, and if I can think, I can't really think, but off the top of my head. There might have been five or six people who were guests on my show who went on to do their own thing or collaborate together and do their own thing. Uh, Susie, the single dating diva and Mary LaBelle had their own show. And, you know, and that was pretty cool. And so it was always nice to bring people together, allow them to network and go out and do, you know, greater things. And uh, so I'll go ahead and get ready to wrap this up. And I just want to thank you all for being there. And I look forward to, like someone said, another 10 years. I mean, I ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> so uh, we'll keep this thing going. We'll get into, uh, like I said, back on, um, back on, you know, more relationship topics. Because there are a ton of things out there going on. There are a ton of things to, to talk about. And... Uh, you know, I see your little private message, Eminem, about the blog. I appreciate that. And, I mean, there are a ton of things to talk about. And so we'll get back into it. So I'll be reaching out to you. Things are a little different. There's not a call-in number now. I have to send you an invite. But uh, you'll be hearing for me. And so I look forward to uh, more great shows in the future. So I thank you all very much. All right. So that's going to do it for tonight's show. Go to TalkToQ.com. Got a calendar there. You can check the show calendar, see what's coming up in the future. And we'll catch you all. Uh Uh-oh, my dog's waking up. I hear him shuffling around back there. And we will catch you all next time. So I appreciate you.